You are Locked On Heat, your daily Miami Heat podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Heat Nation. I'm David Ramillo, credentialed reporter and the host of Locked On Heat, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please make sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already, wherever you're listening to podcasts to get the latest episodes. This episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced. From Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring. Launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com, this exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. Got a special episode for you today, my interview with Kelly Olenek, Heat PR. Kind of enough to set something up, I requested a conversation with Kelly because I just wanted the opportunity to talk a little bit outside of the normal interactions that we have as far as the bubble is concerned and right now what's going on with the season restart. It's been very difficult to talk to players individually because they're having these Zoom calls because of COVID restrictions. So. It's not like they're beholden to us as media, and so I, I just you know wanted to reach out and see if maybe it'd be possible to talk to some players individually, and Kelly was the first to agree. So uh, it was a good conversation. I did ask him about the Orlando bubble. I also asked him about the restart and what's next for him personally, what he missed the most while he was in Orlando, what it was like competing against some of those teams and, and to be in the NBA Finals, and of course, how it made the team, and Kelly particularly, hungry for a chance to repeat and actually win a title this time. So it's a great conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Here is my conversation with Kelly Olenek. Going on to be able to, you know, go play basketball, you know, to wake up every day and do what you love. Uh, you know, having the the season, the hiatus, you know, that whole thing, you know, just shut down pretty much the world for a few months there. Um, you know, just be able to go back and, um, you know, get back to doing what you love was you know, it was awesome and just, you know, kind of lift up not only yourself and your teammates, but, um, you know, be able to provide some entertainment for, for the rest of the world. And, uh, you know, for, for us, you know, the bubble was great in, in the sense that you felt really safe. You know, everybody was getting tested every day. You, know, you felt safe. You knew you were safe there and you got to just focus on uh, doing what you love to do. Yeah, I was curious about that because I've heard from some people who are in the bubble that it was quite a transition getting out of it. What was that like for you to all of a sudden be back into the normal world and not have to go through the same protocols you were doing in Orlando? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I mean, obviously, you're getting tested every single day in the bubble. Um, you know, the food is only the food that's in the bubble. Um, you know, obviously, you can't do anything. You can't leave the hotel. Um, you know, you're walking, you come back into the, you know, the real, the outside world and you know, it's kind of like culture shock a little bit. You know, people are going to the grocery stores, r- walking around the streets, um, you know, going to restaurants and stuff. And you're like, wait, should we, what's going on here? Um, <laughs> you know, you're just kind of like caught by surprise a little bit. So it's definitely, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a culture shock and kind of reintegrating into it. Um, but at the same time, just, you know, knowing that, you, you know, you got to stay safe and do what you can do and, you know, be a leader and making sure that, you know, what, know should be going down and what, what's happening is is you know happening how long did it take you to get fully back into the real world definitely took a, a few weeks you know yeah. a month um you know just to kind of you know ease yourself back in and but obviously you know with the season coming so quick you still gotta you know you know watch yourself be careful um, make sure you're doing your part wearing your mask and, and all that as well can you share any anecdote of what you were doing personally to unwind while you were in orlando 
Um, you know, we were, uh, I was golfing a bunch. Really? You know, getting out of the course. Uh, it was kind of like the only way, unless you're going to the pool, it was like kind of the only way to get outside, you know, get a little sun, some vitamin D, um, and then just kind of take your mind off basketball for a little bit. There's, you know, in the bubble, you didn't really have a lot to do. So it was kind of like practice, you know, team meeting, lunch. You can go back and shoot later at night. So um, golf was kind of a way that I, that me and a couple other guys used to just, you know, reset, relax, get away, get your mind, you know, off the game for a little bit and, and be able to come, you know, back the next day fresh and, and ready to work again. Now, I know you are, you're big on some uh, local restaurants around South Florida. Was there anyone in particular that you missed out on or was there a particular type of food that you were really craving? Yeah, you definitely miss a lot of a lot of food. Um, you know, <laughs> when you're when you're in the bubble for four months at a hotel, the food uh, kind of gets gets to repeat itself a little bit, uh, gets a little, a little redundant. Um, but uh, for me, I mean, I'm a massive sushi guy, so. There was no sushi in the bubble. They, oh. they tried it. They tried, uh, you know, there was a one restaurant you could kind of order from, but it, it's just, it's not the same. Um, so definitely sushi was a big thing. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, now I, I saw on media calls that a lot of people have already congratulated you. So I want to express my congratulations as well for your engagement. And Appreciate I'm curious, it. yeah, I, I'm curious, uh, did you have a plan? Were you thinking about this the whole time while you were in the bubble that as soon as you got out, or what was the mindset? Because I, I feel like I would have gone to the bubble and then the first thing I would have been kind of like reassessing my own life and think like, man, I got to take advantage of everything now, especially when you got this girl that you want to marry. Was it something along those same lines? Yeah, I mean, uh, the bubble was like, a, you know, it was a little different. It was more the quarantine before the bubble where um, it's kind of like you couldn't go anywhere, you couldn't move. So, you know, we lived together, me and my fiance now for whatever it was, uh, we, we've kind of obviously been dating for a little bit and then we lived together in, during the quarantine, just us two for whatever that was, three, three and a half months, four months. I don't know what it ended up being. And uh, you realize, yeah, this is the, this is the person for me. You know, she's the one. And then obviously going in the bubble, um, you had a lot of free time. So <laughs> you kind of just, you know, designed a ring and you know, got it made and picked it up when I was out of the bubble. And um, no, it was, it was awesome. That's great. That's great. It, it sounds like uh, it was a good decision on your part, and it sounds like you're really happy. So I, I'm glad to hear that. Definitely. Um, you know, there was a recent piece that came out about uh, Jimmy uh, where he was saying, or another player said that uh, he was ending every conversation last year with a phrase, and now we're going to go to the finals. Is that is that something you can confirm that he was confirmed, like, like kind of boosting everybody's feelings about uh, self-confidence and things that started by saying that we were going to go to the NBA finals or this is why we're going to win a championship or something to that effect. I mean, yeah, Jimmy's obviously a, you know, ultra confident person. Um, but you know, Jimmy's one of those guys who all, all he wants to do is win. And, you know, he believes we're going to win and he believes that he's, you know, obviously one of the major reasons that we're going to win. And um, he has that undying will and determination to, yeah. to carry a team. Uh, and uh, we all just kind of, you know, jumped on, jumped along for the ride. And um, uh, I think that, you know, just the way he, you know, carries himself, his demeanor, um, you know, we knew that we belonged there, um, you know, um, with him as our leader. My conversation with Kelly will continue here on the Best Miami Heat podcast for the latest news, rumors, and analysis. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for 50% of your welcome bonus. Remember, the NBA season is right around the corner. 
So go to the one place that we can trust. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Reminder that you can always reach me via email at lockedonheat at gmail.com or via Twitter using the hashtag AskLOHeat. Of course, I'll be continuing our conversation with Kelly Olinick as well as covering the upcoming games for the NBA season. So make sure you stay tuned to the Locked On Heat podcast to get all of your recaps and all the latest breaking news. So here is my conversation with Kelly Olinick. Is it important to have like interest outside of basketball or, or to be obsessed with basketball because i think that's one of the things that gets portrayed about jimmy a lot is that he's like this su- super focused uber competitive guy but he has all these things outside the court and, and for you as well obviously restaurants food your relationships etc is it important to have a balance between basketball and off the court interest yeah i mean you definitely need you know other stuff than only basketball um you know for part when you know, basketball is going good or bad. Um, you need to be able to get away and reset and, and reflect. Um, but also, you don't want to burn out. You know, when you talk about, you know, growing up as a kid, if you're if you're putting your kid in basketball, you know, seven days a week, five hours a day, you're going to burn them out. They're not going to enjoy the game. They're not going to have that love and passion for the game anymore. Um, so you need you need an escape from basketball for sure. You know, whatever that may be. You know, for some people, it's um, sitcom television. You know, for some people, it's food. For some people, it's video games. For some people, it's other sports. For some people, it's, you, you know, crocheting. Who knows, right? <laughs> like, um, but you need something else in your life, um, relationship-wise, hobby-wise, that you can get away from the game and, um, you know, stay fresh and, and keep that drive, that passion, and that love for the game alive. Do you crochet? I don't, but, I mean, it looks kind of fun to do, I guess. <laughs> yeah i'm not you can, uh, you can, you can make something pretty useful <laughs> yeah that, that's fair I, i've never yeah. tried it but i i can see why a lot of people get invested in it uh yeah. I, i'm just curious where do you rank amongst the team's best shooters you got you know you duncan tyler uh, max now uh, adding to the team where do you rank because i've seen you hold your own with duncan everybody you know duncan has this reputation but i've seen yeah, you go man. around to... any given sunday you know it, it could be me yeah where do you where do you rank i, I rank yourself if you don't mind i mean uh, per- personally i think i'm the best i mean i could take there you go. It, i mean it depends what we're doing i mean if we're if we're having shooting contests you know and i'm gonna give everybody on this team a run for their money every single day do you feel like some people don't kind of take that into consideration like I, I always get this feeling that you're very approachable as a person outside of, of basketball and and i wonder if do you get anybody like challenging you saying oh i could beat you because maybe you seem like an everyman or something like that you ever get anybody on social media saying i could probably take oh, yeah. you one oh yeah really I mean, all, all the time uh seriously that's unbelievable you're like one of the 300 best basketball players on the planet and people from social yeah. media are saying they're gonna people, take don't, people don't understand that um you know they think yeah, they think differently. Um, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but you know, it, it, it's tough. Uh, it's tough for for uh, you know somebody to you know you're in the NBA for a reason. You know, we'll put it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you seem to have a, a a knack for drawing fouls. Like, if you can't pull down a rebound, I was noticing in the last game, and I've seen that over the course of your career here in Miami, is that you you seem to have innate timing. For when you can't grab the rebound and all of a sudden you kind of sell contact to some degree is that something that you've worked on actively 
Um, you know, it's just kind of something you pick up through experience, you know, tips and tricks. You know, a lot of it happens to you when you're young in the league or in, in basketball, especially when you're playing, you know, with Team Canada overseas, internationally. You know, it, it's big. So it's, it's stuff you just pick up on and, you know, put in your pocket for a later date. <laughs> Is this kind of chalk it up to veteran savvy sort of thing? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, you're what in your uh, this is your eighth season in the NBA, right? Eighth, yeah. Do you do you feel like you've peaked as a player? And I know that sounds kind of like it's a condescending question, but at the same time, I feel like you're so polished offensively, and there's so much that you can do from shooting, ball handling, etc. What's next as far as your area of development is concerned? Um, no, just keep getting better. Uh, keep you know, getting more efficient in, in everything you do through, uh, you know, whether it's shots, pass, movement, whatever, um, you know, being able to, you know, like whatever your role is, being able to play that to your best ability and, um, you know, keep, keep, you know, pushing to, for your, your role to grow. You know, that's what it's all about. And, you know, a lot of players in this league, and I'm sure, you know, they can do more, um, but it's, it's about giving into the team and making sure that, you know, whatever you're doing is benefiting the team and, and pushing the, the same the, or pulling the rope in the same direction. You know, sometimes whenever you come up in conversation, it feels like people on the outside always tend to bring up uh, the reputation as a dirty player. And after watching you for three years, it's clear that you're not to me anyway. Uh, does that bother you that you had that reputation earlier in your career that you were involved in a couple skirmishes that may have defined? Yeah, I mean, I think it's I, I think it's just, you know, unfortunate timing. Um, obviously I'm not a dirty, dirty player. Um, no, I'm not out there, you know, intentionally or purposely trying to, you know, do anything to anybody else. Um, you know, just playing the game hard, um, to the best of my abilities. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, for, for a lot of guys, you know, that kind of happens, but, um, you know, there's people who have to do the quote unquote dirty work, whether it's setting screens or rebounding or whatever, um, you know, someone's got to do it. And, you know, I don't think it's, it's dirty you know it's you know, a lot of the stuff that people you know depict as dirty is kind of just part of the game and um you know obviously you're not out there trying to hurt anybody or anything like that and um you know it it, uh, it bothered me at the start but i'd say now you kind of just you know accept that everybody's entitled to their own opinions and um you know those who know you know who you are and, and what you're about you feel like that kind of the stink of being dirty has has lingered even after a couple of years of not getting involved in any kind of major skirmish. Do people like other players kind of recognize you as something like that? Yeah, I mean that's like, uh, you no know, kind of something that you know it'll stick with you. You know, people always you know live in the past, bring up the past. It, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, you just gotta you know go out there and do what you can do, live your life. But you, you've made your peace with everybody. I remember like when Hassan uh, and, and kind of shoved you uh, a couple of years ago when you were with Boston and you came here and you, one of the first things that you were asked about was that, uh, I mean, you've made your peace with Kelly, you know, Kelly Oubre and, and Kevin Love, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, no, you're, you're, you're still playing basketball, still going on the floor. Um, you know, that, you know, it's kind of things that, you know, happen on the floor and you, you put it past you, you put it in the, in the rear view mirror. You know, I'm not going to hold any grudge know anything someone someone does to me i'm not holding the grudge you know i know um nothing's done out of malicious malicious acts or anything like that um you know it's part of the game and you know everybody's trying to win you know what makes a great christmas gift built bar it's the best tasting protein bar ever it comes in 18 amazing flavors six new ones that you probably should have tried by now caramel brownie cookies and cream my personal favorite apple almond crisp and of course their 12 original flavors 
all of them 100% covered in chocolate, soft and easy to chew. You don't even know you're eating a protein bar, but they are great for you. They're healthy, and it's really a good snack for health-conscious people. If you're looking to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat, the Built Bar is the way to go. And right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order. So use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Make sure to check out the Locked Out NBA podcast feed today. You'll find season preview episodes for each division with team breakdowns from local experts, waiver wire editions from Locked On Fantasy Basketball, rookies to watch, predictions on each division. So make sure to subscribe to Locked On NBA wherever you get podcasts. Here's part three, wrapping up my conversation with Kelly Olenek, where I talked about the upcoming season and what it's like to have missed out on a championship in the bubble. You know, moving on to this season now, one of the things that seems like that recurring thing to me is that everybody says that experience going all the way to the finals has kind of increased your appetite for you to, you know, keep going and achieve more. Would you say that's something that you feel as well? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, we got so cl- so far, so close. You know, you could almost taste it. And, um, you know, for real, you don't want that feeling again. Um, you know, when that clock hits zero and your, your season's over, um, you know, you want to be on the other side. And I think, so that's definitely a driving factor for us this year and, you know, working to get back to that. Um, and we got to be better. You know, we got to be better in, in every aspect of the game as a whole, uh, individually and as a whole, and in order to get back. And then, you know, just to get back is going to be a huge, huge battle, huge fight. And, um, you know, we're going to be ready for it. But and then to get over that hill, it's going to take even more. So, um, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, you're gearing up for and, and ready to take, you know, head on. But, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a battle. Is that what it takes? Just kind of small incremental improvements from everybody to get to that next level? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, everybody's got to do their part and get a little bit better. Um, you know, always taking one step forward. You never want to take a step back. And um, you know, if we can do that and uh, keep getting better and making sure that the you know the sum of the whole is greater than its parts. Um, you know, when we bring this whole team together, um, you know, we got a lot of good pieces, but when we bring them together, you know, we got to make sure that the you know, our whole team is better than just the sum of its pieces. Do you uh, have you heard any of the the fluke talk? The the fact that uh, some people have mentioned that maybe uh, around the league you were perceived as taking advantage of the bubble in certain ways, and that you you, know, you were able to get as far as you were because of the restrictions of the bubble. Uh, do you hear that yeah, sort of talk? Yeah, uh, the thing is, everybody was dealt the same hand. You know, it's just how you played it. Um, you know, they we all got you know stay in the same hotels, ate the same food. Uh, played on the same courts in the same locker rooms. Um, you know, there was literally, they took all the advantages away from right. us and all the advantages away from the other teams. So, right. you know, they threw the ball up. It was mono a mono. And, uh, you know, we knocked off three three teams to get to the finals. Um, so, you know, I, I felt like we deserved that. Would you want a bubble system implemented in the playoffs in the future? Because one of my points over the last couple of months has been that this has been like removing all those advantages, unfair, like travel, home court advantage to me the playoffs last year represented the most pure sense of basketball because everybody was, like you said, dealt the same hand. Would you want to see a bubble recreated for the playoffs every year? Maybe. I, I don't know about every year. Um, I think, you know, there's something to be said about playing in front of fans. Um, you know, just that energy, um, you know, that's, that's what sports and entertainment, that, that's what it's all about. Right. Is, you know, home away, you know, two sides going at it. 
um, that energy, that atmosphere. Um, so, you know, if they could implement that into a bubble somehow, that, that would be pretty cool. Um, you know, I obviously didn't mind the bubble. I enjoyed it. You know, I, I loved it because it was all about the basketball. Um, but, you know, obviously you still want, you know, the, when, when we've been in the playoffs before and, you know, you have the whole, you know, 18, 20,000 people wearing the same color, you know, cheering the same way. Um, it's pretty special. And, you know, you can't recreate that in a bubble. So, um, you know, it kind of goes both ways. How, how have the uh, two preseason games been? Because there was one, obviously, in Miami without fans, and then in Tampa with some fans. Was it a little strange to see a couple of people out in the stands for the first time in a couple yeah, months? Yeah, it was a little different. Yeah, it was a little different. Some we're not used to, I guess, um, which is weird to say. But um, it was it was interesting. Uh, obviously, it's you know not the same as a, a sold-out arena, but it's it's cool to, to play in front of you know, uh, some live audience. Last question before I let you go. How do you like your chances as a team? Uh, obviously, I feel like a lot of people are kind of discrediting last season, but overall, I'd say your chances are pretty good. How do you feel about this team's likelihood to repeat as a contender? I mean, I love our chances. You know, I love our team, you know, our makeup, uh, everything that we got going right now. Um, you know, like Jimmy said, run it back. Remember to get your team every day just by asking your smart device to play Locked on Heat as soon as you get in your car. I'm David Ramil signing off and thanking you as always for your support. you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.